This is an AMI podcast. Hey guys, welcome along to another episode of Double Tap. It's Wednesday, it's the 2nd of August, 2023. Coming up today, how do you fancy an all-terrain cane? You're listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Oh, hello, Sean Priest. How hello, are you? Stephen Scott. I am very well, thank you. That's a little late. Thank Sorry. you. Yes, I'm, I'm you very well. All right. All right. Let's not start <sighs> off on the wrong foot here, Stephen. I want an ATC. Oh, I like that. ATC. Air traffic. No. Oh. All-terrain. Kane. I do quite like the sound of this, Kane. Now, you might remember we had a conversation with the founder, the creator, the man behind the Altering Kane mm. a little yeah. while back. Well, today on the show, we're giving you another chance to hear. It's not a repeat. No, no we don't repeat. do repeats. Don't do repeats no. on the show. No, no, no. It is another chance, another chance to, to hear. <laughs> uh, because, you know, full transparency, I am travelling today. I am going to be travelling, so we don't have a lot of time. I have to go. I've got to go. What do you mean, travelling? Have you got I'm, your all-terrain cane with you? I've, I've had, <laughs> I don't have my all-terrain cane with me. Uh, I have a regular cane. Do you know what I do? I carry two canes with me everywhere I go. <gasps> like a Sith Lord. There's well, I have also Star one Wars spare reference. because I've had the situation before where the elastic has snapped. Oh, there's I've nothing worse when with, your elastic snaps. Uh, oh, t- tell me about it. Uh, oh. it's, a, it's a problem across my body. Um, <laughs> but... You know, in regards to the cane specifically, uh, it's uh, a nightmare because the, it basically just falls to bits. The the cane just collapses. It it's funny though. It's like a demolished building, but from the bottom up. Yeah, ting ting ting. Ding, as it ding, all ding, just ding, falls ding. Then, Yeah, just collapses. So you're saying you need a backup cane? Always, always wow, carry a backup that's cane. That's very interesting. Is that why you always carry a backpack with you? Yes, it's part yeah. of the reason. Yeah. Nice, like it. Well done. Speaking of which, I want to find... We were talking yesterday about lanyards, and there was a subject that uh, came up. And amongst all that, Lena mentioned this, this, the subject of uh, backpacks. She doesn't backpacks. use a handbag. Handbag? Handbag. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't use handbags either. But no. she uses handbags. Bags, yes. Goodness. Um, so how can, how can one slip of the tongue get you in so much trouble? Let's find out. Well, as long as we don't go on about it and move and straight on. That's the thing. On, as long as we don't keep bringing it up all the time. Uh, yeah. Like, as long yeah, as you yeah, don't yeah. keep saying hand back and I keep saying hand no, back, no. then yeah, we're please fine. Please stop. Okay. okay. Uh, but yes. Um, no handbags. No handbags. Lena doesn't use handbags, but she does use backpacks. And I want to know what you guys use. Because uh, on my travels today, I'm going to be taking a couple of Braille books with me. And I've managed to find a backpack which might be big enough to hold it. The, crazy. The downside is that um, it's not the most waterproof of bags. I gave it a shower the other night. This is what I do, right? This, this is the fun that I have in Excuse my house. Me. Was this for testing purposes or Purely did you just forget you had it on? testing purposes. No, no. I ah. went into the shower and I thought, well, how best to test this out? Stick a couple of bits of Braille paper inside the bag. Yeah. Go in for my regular shower, my old rub-a-dub-dub in Oof. the showery tub-tub. And well thank you. And take the backpack with me. So there I am in the shower. It's the ridiculous thing I've ever heard, by the way, but okay. I mean, it's not like it doesn't rain in Scotland. You could have just took it outside. The shower is a bit extreme. Exactly. Well, it has been raining. I I checked the weather forecast, by the way. It will rain today, tomorrow, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and indeed every day for the rest rest of of your lives. Yes. 
Except on except next Friday, apparently. It's to be quite nice next Friday. Ah, cool. So <laughs> the backpack shower experiment. How did it work out for you? Uh, terrible. The the paper was ruined. Ruined. Okay. Ruined, I say. So no, that's not good. So I'm looking for backpack advice. Uh, shower proof backpacks. Ones that can withstand me being in a shower with it. <laughs> Does it need any special features, such as, I don't know, LEDs or USB charging interested. ports? No, no. I know people love all that stuff. I don't yes. care. I don't really? care about all that. All right. I would okay. never use it. Uh, my, my rule of thumb, Stephen Scott, when it comes to purchasing anything like that, is the price. If it's a tenner, <laughs> I'm having it. So, yeah, um, that's, that's why I've got a backpack that you could split a pee through. That's the problem oh, I have right now. That is exactly oh, is what it, I've got. So, I don't exactly Cheap. know what that means, but is it some sort of net mesh affair? What are you talking about? Split I didn't make it. I didn't. I didn't knit this. I'm sorry. I'm not into like you. I'm not into my knitting. Um, <laughs> we I'm made not a like dog you. hat yesterday. <laughs> Did you see our post? I heard about it. The the dog was had to sit wearing a turquoise a hat. It didn't turn out or start out as a hat, but um, when the knitting was finished, it turned out to be. Uh, a hat. Was this you? Dog. Did you knit the dog a hat? I, no, no. It's not it's not actually me doing the knitting, but it just feels like it is because I've you been keep hearing about it. I've been trying yes, I've had to go through so many YouTube videos and tutorials and been trying to figure out casting off for the longest time. Um but no, it, it's not me. It's actually my partner who wants to try it. But um yeah, we're getting there. Dog hats. Doghats.com. It's a coming soon. <laughs> website coming soon. <laughs> you should sell them. <laughs> Yes. Well, yeah. Don't buy What's... any old rubbish on the internet. What do you mean rubbish? This is art. I didn't say it was rubbish. Etsy. I said they will buy any old rubbish on the internet. Oh, uh, any of us quality, will. We all do. And quality products like this. I've suddenly forgotten where we were going with this. Oh, yeah. Splitting peas through backpacks. I don't yeah. know what that means. Well, basically, it means it's so thin you could split a pea through it. That's how thin it is. Oh, right. Okay. And this, that's what this one's like. So I'm looking for recommendations for brands or for uh, big good backpacks that will you know withstand our digital lives i don't care about digital smart stuff i don't care about all that what i'm more interested in is does the stuff i have in the bag survive my day i will say years ago and i'm talking 15 years ago i think near enough by now i actually and i was told not to i should be very clear to other visually impaired people out there doesn't matter how good you think your vision is do not do the following. Do not try this at home. I am a professional. Wow, I'm nervous now. Okay. I used to cycle to work. No, I wasn't. I wasn't supposed oh. to cycle to work. It was a no. very bad idea, and it did come to a rather sticky end, which meant I didn't cycle to work anymore. Um, mm -hmm. When I uh, was cycling along the road, and then a wall stopped me. I don't know where they come from. They, it it's... came out of absolutely nowhere, and to be honest, to this day, mm -hmm. I could never find it. I have no, no idea where that wall was, but it stopped me literally in my tracks. And there, the bike stopped, and I continued. And it was that day when I was lying on the grass thinking, I really should probably give this up. I call it bad time planning. I, I, that's what I said. I did exactly. exactly the same thing. I used to uh, cycle to the gym. That's how long ago it was. Goodness. And then one day, I just found myself over the handlebars and laying in the middle of the road. Mm -hmm. and I, to this day, no idea what I hit. Um, and that was it when I suddenly thought, yeah, I shouldn't be doing this. Look, it's funny though, isn't it? Um, you do kind of feel, I mean, I, I loved cycling. I absolutely adore it. It was the only time I could ever go somewhere without having to listen to someone else talk at me. Yes, or touch you. Yeah, exactly. People grabbing you all over the place. There was a sense of freedom with it. Yes. 
extreme danger, but also freedom. I mean, there was a moment where a double-decker bus nearly completely ended my life uh, oh. because I nearly fell under it. I mean, but other than that... You know um, we're going to get emails saying how irresponsible we are about but, this. But you know something? You think you've got... And again, this goes back to that learning thing, right? As a kid, I was told, if you have vision, use it. So that's what I learned on. I was told, okay, you've got vision, you've got useful vision, use it. So I did. And then people would say, yeah, but not for that. And you go, hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, how am I supposed to use it? So yeah, I used to, I used to say, I mean, this was a long time ago, and I had to stop that, obviously. Um, but I definitely had better vision then. It's just funny, right, when you look back, and you must remember this as well, because with RP, obviously it's over time. So you must hmm. think back to a point where you think, I could see so much more than I oh, can yeah. see now. Like six months ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know how lucky you were. I know. It's, but I think that as well. I think I wish I had I wish I'd used what I had more then. Do you know what I mean? No, I don't. No. No? I never regret anything. No. That's, That's like, a good way yeah. to be. That's a good way to be. Yeah, I think it's called um, a low IQ. It helps. I, I think it's actually being smart, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. I don't know. No, I see this a lot, actually, and especially with uh, people with RP, is, you know, you want to savor or capture those memories of yeah. why you've got the site and people that go around the world and things like that hmm. I, honestly i i don't honestly don't feel that way um i, I never look back and, and regret things like that you don't want to visit the world yeah it's not my thing anyway i suppose i wouldn't want to see even if i could see 2020 i still wouldn't yeah it's not my thing i always remember jerry seinfeld making a comment about this he said it always fascinates me what other people find enjoyable and I thought, yeah. that's, that's kind of my line on this. You know, people it's say, oh, you should go scuba diving. Personal. I don't yeah. want to go scuba diving. Why would I want to do that? Um, to see the little fishes. I don't care about little fish. How dare you? They're lovely and <laughs> I'm delicious. Sorry. I don't think they're listening. I think it's okay. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get the fish complaining. <laughs> Unless they've, you know, evolved to an extent that I'm not aware of. Can we check the stats on that? How many fish are listening? <laughs> What's the demographic that, that on fish? Up? What do they listen on? <laughs> down oh, there's under, a joke down there. Undercast? No. Okay. I'm trying to think of a podcast joke. I know. Please, can you email him? Oh, I know they listen to it on. Oh, no. Yes. Netcast. Uh, okay. Uh, never mind. Yeah, you can tell we didn't plan that, but anyway, um, what are we talking about? <laughs> backpacks. Yes, backpacks. So if you have any suggestions, send them in. Uh, I'll be wow. intrigued to learn about your backpack delights. Uh, okay, and like I say, it doesn't have to delight. be smart. Uh, right. Uh, Greg. From Pennsylvania has been in touch. Oh, no! I, well, I don't think he's complaining. Not yet. Uh, no, no I, of course I didn't mean to uh, say that Greg complains. I'm just saying I'm always feel like I need to. Yeah, well, I just you know I need to be on my best behavior when on Greg's your guard. Yeah. yeah, no, not on my guard. No, mm. not at all. Greg has high standards, rightfully so. Absolutely. Well, today he wants to talk about the Victor Reader <sighs> Stream wow. Three. And speaking of high standards, I'm not sure they're being met. Laura oh. reads the emails. Hello. Regarding the discussion of small smartphone remotes, I've been using the original Revo for a very long time. It has been a great handy little device. I imagine the Revo 2 is even better. As a person who reads a lot, I've been a big fan of Victor Reader since the first version of the stream and the Victor Reader Trek has long been my favourite device and constant companion. Sadly, while I appreciate some of the upgrades, I'm very disappointed with the new Victor Reader Stream 3. Some of my issues with the new version may be fixed in future updates, Time will tell. 
it does appear to me that their decision to move from connecting to a PC as a mass storage device to the media transfer protocol is very likely to prevent Audible support from being implemented, and I personally can see no real benefit to MTP. So, disappointing. I do like the Bluetooth, faster Wi-Fi download speeds, but the text-to-speech menus seem very sluggish. The podcast app having chapter support is great. Also, the podcast app in the newest stream seems fairly unstable to me and crashes fairly often. Wikipedia and Bookshare also have some annoying issues I hope they can resolve, and sorting of books on the SD card is crazy. But they do say they will fix that, although it seems to be taking them a long time. I may very well buy a sense player if their promised screen reader works well, but sad to say, except for download speed, my Trek is many times better than my Victor Reader 3. Hey, humanware, why not add podcaster chapter support to the Trek? It's still your best book player. Greg in Pennsylvania. Well, that's interesting. I'm seeing a few people talk about the Audible support issues on the Victoria Stream 3, which I thought we had, when we had the company on, they were talking about this and, and they said oh, it would be supported. In fact, it was kind of announced almost prematurely by Audible <laughs> that it was supported because they it put it up supported. in their list of supported devices. But it seems to be this transfer protocol thing is causing a problem in enabling that support. I think it's okay if you already had support or you had it enabled or, or authorized or authenticated authorized. whatever it is but uh, i haven't used it so i don't know how this works but i mean always the usb mass storage device where you connect a device to your computer via usb and it just sees it as an external drive always seems to be the best option mm. i don't know what the uh, benefits of mtp the media transfer protocol is over just usb mass storage it, it always seems to kick in more problems Maybe there's some reasons to DRM or security for media um, transfer over USB, but I, I don't know. But yeah, that Audible should have been fixed by now, I would have thought, but obviously not. I mean, the one thing that's good about the Victor Reader Stream 3 is that there will be more updates, so it will be more updatable over a longer period of time. So this may be something that's just in planning and will be fixed. How long should we be... I mean, how long is reasonable to wait for a fix like that? I mean, book sorting? Surely that can't be a huge problem to fix. What, what's well, is that Audible here? or is that Victor? That's just Victor, isn't it? That's just your standard books. Oh, inside the device. Right, okay, inside, inside the device. The, the, right, the yeah. SD card book sorting. I yeah, mean, that, yeah. should, okay. that should be straightforward to fix. I mean, what... I, yeah. I don't know. I just like for the price of these devices. Again, you know me. I am very cheap. But yes, I don't. But for the price you're paying for these devices, I just expect a higher level of customer support and and bug fixing. I think also people have come to rely on these devices in a way that, I mean, in some respects, the walled garden is a good thing because you can't really go wrong outside of it because you can't get outside of it. So everything in there is is functional and works to a certain degree, and that's it. And maybe moving to this newer approach, and they seem to all these all these devices seem to be moving towards this more, you know, sort of Android based or you know operating system based, um, you know, and upgradable type architecture. Yeah, yeah, it does add in some new problems that some people might struggle with. But again, the upside is that that can be fixed. Whereas before, if it was broken, I guess you'd have to send the device back. You know, and get it all, you know, I don't know, reset up or whatever it would need to be done. <laughs> well, yeah, possibly, yeah, who knows? Well, firmware updates, it should be the way to fix. I, I, yeah, Just I don't bear know. in mind how I, I old the old second gen was. I mean, it was yeah, 10 no, years absolutely. old. Is it even possible? I don't know. Yeah. yeah that's uh, an interesting one. But uh, okay, keep us, keep us up to date on that one. Uh, and anyone else who's got issues or 
challenges or, or thoughts on the Victor Reader because I must admit I'm hearing a lot of people talk about the Sense player at the moment. Lots of people seem to be going down that route. I have I haven't tried the Sense player, and what I will say is, any time I've picked up a, a Hymns device, I've always been impressed by it. I've oh, always been impressed beautiful. by the build quality. Remember that time we we saw the the little real displays and we were quite taken with them. They were oh, so man. neat. It was like a piano finish. It was just felt yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. But I just wonder if the sense player is trying to be too many things in one unit. I, I don't understand the need for the screen reader and independent apps and connection to smartphones. It all feels a little bit too much. Well, I, I just want the one... If I'm buying that device to do all that, I don't need it to necessarily connect. I understand the value in it. I get it. Yeah. I just don't know if, if it's a bit of a Swiss army knife for no reason. Well, it's like... I mean, as many features as you can get, fantastic, absolutely. Stuff them all in, but uh, they need to work. That's the thing. They need to work, and they need to work well. Otherwise, what's the point? If it's going to give you a bad experience in that particular feature, then you know what? I'd rather not have it. I'd rather have a one or two features working very well. But I must admit, at the moment, I'm kind of sitting in the fence between, because I, I kind of fancy having one of these devices, but I don't know which one to go for. I'm kind of leaning towards a sense player, but only because of all these features, I kind of want to try them out. I want to know what they do. You know, I kind of know what the Victor Reader can do. I do like the idea of the newer design, though, with the bigger uh, the rubberized buttons. I think that's actually going to be a lot nicer for people to use. Yes. Um, I think the design is nicer. It's, it's going to have more voices, obviously more upgradable capabilities. So I like all that inside the Victor. Audible support, that is something we should definitely have on there. I don't see why we shouldn't, but I don't know who's driving that. I have a feeling Audible maybe dragging their heels a little bit there somewhere. That has happened before. Yes, definitely. So, you know, it's not all on humanware on that one, for sure. But, you know, definitely what you're saying, Greg, about specific Victor Reader-related issues, then, yeah, that is something that they should be looking into. But I imagine they will be, right? As if they know about the issues. Do they know about them? I'm sure Greg's been oh, in touch, so we're I'm not sure gonna, lots of people I'm not going to assume anything else other than that Greg's been in touch to to discuss that. But uh, and that's the that's the key point, right? We we must we really must engage with these companies as much as we can. It's, there's no good going onto forums and complaining and throwing your comments on Twitter or X or whatever it's called this week, um, you know, or Mastodon. You know, don't do that. Don't waste Unless your time. Unless you're talking to the company themselves. Exactly. Much better engaging with the company. Now, will a fix come tomorrow? Would we like a fix to come tomorrow? Yes. Is it going to happen tomorrow? No. They have to develop this. So, you know, I think we, I know people love to get on the bandwagon of why should we wait and where, you know, now is the time. And I get all that. But, you know, the device is out there. There will be bugs. There will be challenges. Engage with the company and a fix will come. I have no doubt in that. If it's, a, if it's, I think one thing I will say to these companies is if there is an issue, a long standing issue or a long term issue with a company like Audible, then you need to be transparent and you need to tell the customers yep, this is not going to happen. That goes a long, long way. It does. It, a trust is built with that, right? If you turn around and say, look, this just is not going to happen. We can't get it to work. I'd have more respect for that than you continually saying it's support that's coming and you know it's not. Yep. Now, I'm not saying that's the yeah. situation, but <laughs> I'm just saying that if that is or was to be the case, being transparent, and that goes across all companies, whatever the feature is, the coming soon on some features and then those features that never appear, that's not really great and it doesn't build trust, especially if you've bought a product mm -hmm. with that desire to use that particular feature. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, keep in, t keep in touch with us, Greg, on that one. Uh, 
I want to uh, get a voicemail from Felix now, who's been uh, updating us on this uh, documentary everyone's getting excited about, the one from Rosie Jones that was in the, on in the UK. Hello, Double Tap, this is Felix. Uh, first and foremost, thank you for your, uh, explaining what the documentary was and how to find it. I, I eventually did find it um, on Channel 4, and uh, I'll watch it at some point. Um, you know, it, I am just, I am a bit of, uh, concerned about the whole cancel culture, but that's not a documentary, or sorry, that's not a topic for right now. Um, however, I've got an issue that I want to bring up um, regarding getting in touch on the uh, UK line. I don't know if it affects UK, uh, US number uh, users, but um, when you ring up on the UK number, you get about maybe a minute, if that, um, and then you get cut off uh, unceremoniously. You have no idea if you actually been if you the message has actually been saved or not. Whereas before, it would uh, it would either if you spoke too long, it would just override and basically say, "Do you want to say cancel, listen, and so on?" But I thought you should be made aware of that. And um, uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, this has been Felix. Thank you, guys. Good show as always. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you, Felix. Uh, short answer. I've got no idea, but we will put it to the people who know these things, and uh, we will get an answer to that one. Uh, on the UK line, it would seem if you're getting cut off, that's not great. I will tell you, though, if you are sending in a voicemail, if it doesn't tell you it's cut off and you find out it has, and obviously the problem is you're not knowing when it's cut you off, nope. um, you can be assured that that minute has got through. So I, I don't know if that helps you. probably doesn't, but, you know. Uh, we do get bits of voicemails from people, but most of it does seem to be about one to two minutes. It does seem to let you record for. I don't know how long it allows for that, but uh, it's like the other factors. The capacity of storage at the time. Yeah, so many you know of you what? getting in touch. I know, it's and we all love you your for fault. It. I'm like, Re- just <laughs> record recording voice memos or your sound recorder and just email it. It, it, it. You got total control. There you go. See, that's the answer. That's there you it. go. Just record. I mean, voicemail your... is so, isn't it? Voicemail feels so old now. You might as well How fax dare you? thing. Uh, no, I'm sorry. No, sorry. Telephone's terrible. Next. <laughs> well, that's wiped out half our listening audience. Yeah. Thank you Can for I that, say, Sean. Please, please send us your voicemails. <laughs> Do you know, it's one of the things I, I insisted when we started this show that we had the voicemail because yes. I wanted people who didn't have access to smartphones to be no, able to call true. in. So yes. wash yes. your mouth out. I know. But I, I, okay. Yes. Yeah, we, you're we eating those words fix, now, aren't you? We need to fix the system then. If we're going to <laughs> we rely need to on fix voicemail. The system. You can't have it where they can't listen back. And, no, you, you can't know, you have it. Off. It's disgraceful. No, you, you can't. Who you set just that can't. up? Was it you? I have no idea. I bet. Uh, I know who it was. I bet it was a flallow. I bet it was Mark oh, Flallow that did it. Of course. That's yeah. who it'll be. Let's blame him. Yeah. Bad Mark. Bad Mark. Email Mark. Uh, Listen, stick around. We are going to be talking all about the all-terrain cane next. This is Double Tap from AMI-audio. Email us, feedback at doubletaponair.com. Call us, 877-803-4567. And find us on social media, on Twitter and Facebook at Double Tap On Air. And now on Mastodon at Double Tap. You know, we talked to some really interesting people here at Double Tap. And uh, today I thought we'd resurface a conversation that we had with Dev Epstein, the founder of of a werewolf gear that is the company that makes the all-terrain cane now dave spoke to us all about the genesis of the cane and how it came to be and how it is a cane for people who want to do more than just get to the shops but perhaps go 
rock climbing or go mountain climbing, whatever it might be, and you need a cane that can last the distance. Dave spoke to us a while back. Great to be here. Uh, very excited to be joining you on your show. Um, some great, exciting things to talk about. Let's let's dive right in. Absolutely, but let's talk about me later. Uh, let's talk about you and your cane. Um, so, yeah, th- this is the all-terrain cane, which I must admit, when I heard about this, I thought, wow, the Apple Watch Ultra for mobility. This is brilliant. So tell us more about your uh, your creation. Oh, I'd love to. It's, uh, it's, it is my brainchild. And as I sit here looking at uh, the latest prototype from the factory, um, it's one of those events where it, what I have in my hand is exactly what I had in my brain uh, about a year and a half ago, and what a thrill that is. So the all-terrain cane, or the ATC, is a blind mobility cane that I developed for everything off-road, for hiking the trails of Arizona and everywhere else that we want to be, uh, on the beaches, the playgrounds, the parks. I'm sure you get snowy weather up there in Canada and in England. Uh, this cane really does get us where we want to go that's off-road. Uh, the cane is super, super strong, uh, made of a, a titanium alloy. It's made for the rigors that we need outdoors of uh, not just smooth asphalt or concrete, but one where in the rough environments, off-road, uh, in the dirt. Um, it, the cane's able to really shine and 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 ambulate us, uh, locate the rocks, the roots, uh, the tripping hazards, uh, the unevenness of the terrain. Um, I made it so we can <laughs> bust paradigms. Uh, if you're calling our very first O&M orientation mobility uh, lessons, uh, the first thing I was told, don't lean on your cane. You know what, though, guys? I, as a hiker, I need support. I need to be able to not fall, to catch myself, to avoid the tripping hazards. And the all-terrain cane does it. Because it's made of titanium, the joints of stainless steel, uh, it's made to be leaned on. Oh, here's the paradigm that we're getting to bust. Uh, lean on it. Use it. Prevent yourself from falling. Uh, this is what I feel the world is about ready for. A lot of developing countries out there where asphalt is not the norm, um, where car doors take their toll on our canes, and we just may not have the luxury of going to the store and replacing. So the ATC is is here. It's 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 an indestructible cane that's going to keep us safe wherever we want to be. Wow. I mean, that's some strong words there, Dave. I mean, titanium cane, that sounds so cool. I believe one of my hips is made of the same thing, so very good. Um, can you t- you say you're really emphasising the strength of it there, and yes. that makes total sense. I love leaning on my cane. I do that all the time. That's why mine's sort of bent. But um, is there any other design... Uh, well, designs in here that, that 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 that's different from our traditional cane. You know, I'm I'm thinking. You mentioned walking in the on the beach in the sand. You know, and I'm thinking. Well, my traditional cane, I I just forever being stuck and jarred and and you know. So what's what's different about your cane? Oh, I love that. I love the question because there's a huge answer to it. There's so much that's different about the ATC. First and foremost, though, it looks like a cane. 
And that was really important that on the trails or on the beaches, it looks like a blind mobility cane, white and red reflective with a black handle grip. Okay, so out of the gate, it looks normal, beautiful. Um, this is where we uh, diverge. Uh, starting from the top, uh, as opposed to a regular nine inch handle grip that we're accustomed to, um, I needed more for hiking. I needed a lot more grip space so that I can choke up and, and really have a positive grip. So I made my grip 16 inches and, and it's, it's a, it's a good sturdy foam. They can really get a good positive purchase or grip on the cane. The top half has that flat section that we're accustomed to. The second half is a round profile. Now, what's awesome about this grip is that it is mounted independently of the three sections of cane with a flip lock, an external flip lock that when we unlock, the handle grip is able to slide a good 10 inches over the top section of cane. So I've got one cane that's size or length adjustable from 51 all the way up to 61 inches or for, for you guys, that's about 130 to about 155, 160 centimeters. All right, so with one cane, I'm really spanning uh, an age group from our younger athletes to the older low vision or blind athletes. Um, we've got a, a tactile label on the second section of shaft. Uh, says a werewolf gear in, in writing and in braille, that's tactile. Uh, I've got an amazing partner, Barry Osman, great, great guy, really into the refinement. Uh, and he's, he's the one who's like, all right, it's super strong. It looks great. Now it's got to be perfect. And, <laughs> and this beautiful label is just, it's just, you know, it's just the, the, the bow on the frosting on the awesome cake. It's beautiful. Uh, Red and white reflective, and that's essential. Uh, everything about the all-terrain cane is 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 meant to be built above and beyond. So though I wanted a good strong powder coat, you know, it wasn't reflective enough. So we're just pushing uh, to make this the best cane possible. Uh, I mentioned the, the uh, joints. Um, originally, the first prototypes were made of aluminum, not strong enough. So let's just bump it right up to stainless steel and and this this version that we're we're producing now is just super super strong uh, and, and of course with uh, titanium alloy lightweight as well um, at the bottom we have a two inch rolling ball that we're producing um, again super strong we're making sure the balls are welded as well as screwed together and um it's it, it just meets all our needs uh i managed to I, I had a little bit of a pause talking about the ball because do i want to get into the tips sure uh, i tried all sorts of tips when trying to come up with the most useful combination for street trail beach park grass ice and mm. uh, i realized it, really the two inch rolling ball just does it all uh it skims over the sand uh, it's got beautiful haptic response for the trails, 
And on the beaches, you know, don't tippy tap around. Find the holes that the kids are digging. Find the sandcastles, the edge of the water, the rocks. Uh, it's indestructible. Of course, the ball tips will wear out, but I made sure that I'm using a half inch universal uh, sleeve. So uh, replace the ball tips. If you want to go with a, a half inch you know, slide on marshmallow tips for hitting the town, have at it. But really the brain cells behind the ATC is that it's, it's an all-terrain everyday carry cane where you go from the street to the edge of the shore, go hiking back into town. One cane does it all, keeping us safe, supported, and that the sighted community knows just by looking, we can't see. So the ATC covers from A to Z. A to Z. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you nearly come up with a new uh, tagline for yourself then. But, but you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. A to Z. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting what you're, you're suggesting there because, you know, I know our, here in the UK, for example, I know Sean and I will know this only too well, that, you know, the canes we have can easily break just on the streets we walk on. These are paved streets. You know, they get caught in, you know, between slabs, they get caught in between paving, and that can be a problem. And, of course, you know, if a car runs over it, that can be another issue. You know, so having something that is solid is going to be important. Now, one thing I don't think you mentioned there was weight, because obviously with all this, you know, this strength, does it add a lot of weight to the cane? Coming from an aviation background, uh, obviously I'm fascinated with the high-tech elements. And when I was looking for a super strong material, um, aluminum cane shafts, you know what? They're strong, they're lightweight, but I've seen what car doors do to them. And in these developing countries, you know, a car door could pretty much poke somebody in the third eye for a good long time. Um <laughs> Yes. decided on titanium, but I went with a grade nine. I know it's getting a little technical, but there are many grades of these of these uh, metals. Uh, grade nine alloy is just super, super strong uh, and lightweight. Uh, now, technically, titanium is a little heavier than aluminum, but since we can use a thinner wall on the tubing, right, that's where we reduce our weight. Uh, the ATC right now is coming in at about 14, 14 and a half ounces. So it's, uh, it's well under a, a pound. Sorry about that in kilos. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's about 14 and a quarter, 14 and a half ounces. Um, little bit heavier than my street cane, which is a carbon fiber, but on the trails, I'll tell you what, I appreciate, um, that it feels like something I can rely on. Yeah. Uh, not too heavy for everyday use. You know, I'm swinging it with, with much abandon on the streets. Uh, and on the, on the trails, I, I get that feel, that comfort. It's like driving a Jeep versus a Camaro. You know, when you're in a Jeep, you feel, all right, this can get me there. I feel safe. I feel secure. The ATC does just that everywhere I want to be. Yeah. I mean, it just sounds like, you know how you get uh, tough books, you know, just a rugged version of a laptop. The, the cool thing about this is that, as you said, you can go from using it on the street and just, you know, onto the beach or hiking or wherever you want to go. I do like the fact that it's just a, a standard cane, basically, but, you know, taken to the extreme, to a, a cane on steroids, if you will. <laughs> I, I do, I do, I, I do like that. And there's... um. 
I remember, I think I mentioned this before, when I was at college, there was um, someone there who, who designed a cane for hiking and things like that. And uh, it was basically, it had a big hoop at the end, no tip. It was just a hoop, like a like a really long tennis racket, if you can imagine oh, that. Interesting. So, yeah, so, you know, you could feel, it gave you that haptic tactile response and also, you know, didn't jar so much. But it was great, except really you had to choose that cane just for that one situation. You know what I mean? You, yes. you had to carry two with you. This one sounds so much more versatile. So, yeah, I'm loving this one. It sounds great. I was picturing when you mentioned, you know, the, the beach and that, like it had some sort of ski tip on it or something. But the fact that you've tested it out and you find that the two-inch ball tip actually works fine for that is, is really cool. Yes, it really does a good job skimming over the loose sand on beaches and and uh, now I have tested, again, all various steps. You know, the, the, the shark wheel, uh, we've got the Dakota disc, uh, bulldogs and marshmallows. But honestly, on the trails, I, I couldn't vertically load those tips. I couldn't load the uh, Dakota disc. It's just not strong for that. And going back to paradigm shattering, yes, I am vertically loading when I ascend and descend uh, putting really all my weight onto this. Uh, I've been asked fairly frequently, does the rollerball tip skid out when I vertically load the cane? It really doesn't. Um, original uh, design, uh, patent design, I did incorporate a diamond pattern at the end of the ball to keep it from skidding in the sand. Haven't needed it. And again, with a little common sense, I am just totally safe out on the trails. Uh, this two-inch ball is really exceeding or excelling at uh, at its performance wherever we want to be. You know, there's two things that just immediately pop out as soon as you mention this and as soon as I heard about the story. One is you are visually impaired yourself, you know, and that, yes. that really matters when it comes to this stuff, right? We hear so many products that come out from, you know, well-meaning people who are trying to produce great products <laughs> But, you know, they, they don't live the life. So they don't, they're, they're kind of trying to almost create a solution to a problem that maybe doesn't exist. And, you know, yeah. I have to say, and this is the second part of it, that, you know, I don't hear anything smart in here. I hear this as something which is functional as it is meant to be. It's not a smart cane. It's not trying to be more. It's not trying to be a music player. It's not trying to direct you via GPS. It's not trying to alert you to a hedge or a, or a plane flying in the sky. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's not, it's not trying to tell you that stuff. It's just a cane, but it's, it's built w with, with ruggedness in mind. And I think that's, that's actually really positive for me. That's, you're absolutely right. And I've thought of that. You know, what, what did I do? I invented a stick. <laughs> yeah, well done. <laughs> You've, I oh, banged no, no, rocks no, together. No, you, invented, you invented a tough stick. That's what you did. I, I did. A, a, a stick that won't break. <laughs> yes, a lot of thought went into it. And you're right, going back to your first point, uh, as a blind person, um, and, and I kid around about this, I, I developed this just out of pure selfishness. I was not willing to stop hiking. So what did I need to do? Bought a, my original set of uh, trekking poles and out came the utility knife and the duct tape and just went to town. And so what do I need? But once I took the cane onto the beach with a little grand dude last summer, I was like, okay, wait a minute, not me. What do we need? And suddenly, suddenly I've, I had a, a community 
to take care of. I had a community to say, hey, all you blind yaks out there, we're going to the beach, right? There's no reason <laughs> why we're not, we're not climbing mountains and going to the beaches and, and getting it done. Um, but as a blind person, you're, you're absolutely right. I, I took the prototype out onto the trail and said, okay, blind person, number one, what works? What doesn't? Off the trail back into the laboratory or garage uh, and, and tweaked some more and out onto the trails again. And again, blind person number one, what's not working? And, and, and this went on for many, many hikes until I dialed in the right tip, the materials, the right grip. How long do I want the grip? Do I need it extendable? As a developer, really, this is one of the first products I've ever developed in my 58 years uh, on this planet. And what an adventure, what an experience to decipher my needs as a blind person, pursuing my, you know, my, my dreams, my passions. And, and, and then in its final form, I, I stood back and said, okay, who else can benefit from this? And, and then the, the field just opened wide up to everybody, everybody who needs a cane, everybody who wants to walk off the beaten path. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of it. I, I really am. Even down to the wolf logo embossed in the handle grip, it's just uh, the details. That sounds the, cool. the, the, everything that went into this. I, <laughs> just big smile on my face here, big smiles. You can hear it and you can tell that you're proud in this product and that's that's always really nice to hear. And it, 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 you know, it shows that you've got confidence in it as well, which is important, right? It really is uh, that I can lean on this and, you know, and not face plant into a cactus. Uh, that's my idea of grace. You know, they always talk about, well, as blind people, we need to be graceful on this. Well, for me, grace is not wiping out in the back country. Uh, and so far, I'm very, very graceful. <laughs> You're so right, though, you know, and I think this is what's so refreshing to hear the way you talk about this, because it does feel like, you know, this is just that this is the conversation that real blind people are having. You know, this is this is the you know we're all looking for solutions to our own issues, and you know, coming together as a community is one way to solve that. Because, you know, like you say, this was something you did for yourself selfishly, yes. but actually, look what it's become, and that's what's great. I'm all for selfishness because it creates great ideas. You know, it creates because you've got to think about your own situation. Look, I mean, I do this show. I don't talk about what doesn't suit me. I mean, I could say you can talk about Android all day, but I don't use it. So why would I bother? <laughs> You know, I'm not going to sit sure. and talk. It doesn't, it's, and people are knowing that's disingenuous. So, you know, you have to talk about your own experiences. One thing you didn't pick up on, though, that I just want to press you on is the smart cane aspect. Did, did at any point, did anybody suggest to you, hey, why don't you stick a processor in it, uh, you know, or, or stick a, an, an Amazon Echo inside this thing as well? You know, but hey, that, that'd be a cool idea for the tip. It could be an Amazon Echo in there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have. Every, everybody's got ideas, and, yeah. and, and, which is great, and that's, that's how the and world And you told them all on. to get lost, I hope. I, <laughs> yeah, with GPS, good luck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I have um, entertained various ideas of, of, of lighting, of GPS, uh, believe it or not, I, I've I've had people approach me with things like, oh goodness, I don't want to say, it, but but a, a taser built into the handle uh, wow. or uh, bear spray. Uh, oh, I could see bear spray out on the trails. That certainly makes sense. Um, I I think when they refer to things like tasers, okay, it's 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 titanium cane. Uh, it's good and strong. We're a potentially vulnerable element of community, you know, what kind of protection do we need in a cane folded or unfolded? Not sure how much I'm going to pursue that, but it's an interesting thought. 
Right, listen, I'm telling you, Dave, <laughs> accessories. That's the answer. Accessor- <laughs> that's, you know, uh, thank you for using the word accessories. We, uh, a werewolf gear, are producing our own ball tips. Um, accessories, not just white. We're making red. We're going to be producing a really sharp red orange, yellow, and a sherbet pink. Accessorize. Let's bling it up for the kids. Absolutely. Yeah. There's Absolutely. no reason why it has to be right. And if I can, if I can jump on, you know, into the topic of kids uh, for a second, mm. kids, adults, whoever, the newly blind. I just got diagnosed with RP, or after an accident and a, a, a traumatic brain injury, I just lost my sight. These are the people that I really have heart and passion for. Uh, I, what's life going to bring me now? What can I not do now? I, the fear of of I'm I'm now blind and now how bad is life going to be for me? Mm-hmm. This is where my passion really shines. Is that with basic orientation and mobility training, there's no reason why we can't be everywhere, hiking and the beaches and everywhere else. I'm I'm I'm, I'm bragging about. Uh, as a blind person, we can do this, and there's no reason why we can't be out hiking. I mean, what does a cane do? Obstacle detection, terrain changes, navigation. Well, what are we doing on the trails? The same thing. So, no, life does not end when you get that diagnosis. All we need are the right tools, and golly gosh darn it, I, I think we've got it. This is what's going to give the people that confidence to stay in the game, to to stay in society. But, and you know, you're talking about very fundamental things there, but there's also the more, um, and I might be considered shallow in this regard, but, you know, I, I am thinking about how this thing looks. And, you know, the idea, I mean, Sean, you would love this. You've said this to me before. You'd love to customize up your cane and make it look, you know, almost I like know. it's, I don't know, a, it's a shark walking down the street. On or, it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. Exactly. No, it, it does sound good, and that that passion, as we I said earlier, that passion you've got, Dave, it really comes through. And, um, I, I think you. that's half the battle, right? But, but I, look, I honestly but, do. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sticking with the shallow because honestly, <laughs> here's the thing, right? I I I feel this is the problem with a lot of this. You know, I often think of the cane, and when you talk about the white cane, the mobility cane, it is is seen as a medical device. That's what it's seen as. That's how what it's essentially provided as because people will get this as part of their process you know you get your blind box when you go blind and you get your liquid level indicator and you get your white cane and you get your you know map of you know blindness what um, <laughs> i don't know you didn't know, know where you were going with that put, one they put things in the blind box right and, and the irony is about half box. of it you can't even read but um but in fact they do because i actually remember getting a box when i was a kid i remember they gave me a box and it was full of leaflets i couldn't read it just made me laugh because I think what was the point in that? But you know, this this is the thing. So as part of that process, you get all these things. But then it comes to the stage of actually, I'd quite like to have something that represents me. So I have a blue cane. I don't know why. Nice. I just didn't want a white cane anymore. And I thought, well, I've got a blue one. Now I must admit, it's not the greatest in the world. It's basically just put tape on it, so it's blue. It's the same white cane underneath. But you know, again, it's just about making it feel just a little bit different, a little bit more who you are and like you say you know especially when it comes to these days everything's about individuality everything's about expressing yourself and that extends to those devices that are natural extensions of us because they are natural extensions of us aren't they they really are a great point uh and and 
I think we're at the point in society where we can express our individuality uh, on our canes. Uh, we don't need to just have a tiny little tin cup at the end of the lanyard anymore. You know, we can really. Uh, what is that with lanyards so and blind people? I, I don't understand this thing that everything. I love you a lanyard. Buy, everything <laughs> comes. With, I still think they should. I, I, I'm still. I would be unsurprised if a Perkins Brailler doesn't come with a lanyard. I mean, with honestly, it would not surprise me. Around your neck, away you down. So, how how you? Uh, I mean, are these available internationally, Dave? Yes, they are. Um, uh, free shipping in the United States, uh, but they are available internationally. And um, right now, uh, we are in our pre-order uh, phase as the canes are being produced as we speak. Um, once they arrive, we'll. Uh, fulfill all the pre-orders and um, then off we go off and running uh, but yes they are available right now and uh, they're available at awarewolfgear.com and that's a-w-a-r-e-w-o-l-f-g-e-a-r.com and if you want to throw in a forward slash forward slash apc it'll take you right to the cane page otherwise you can peruse all the other goodies on our site uh, awarewolf gear originally was a uh, is a, an uh, apparel company for uh, high visibility clothing for low vision people. Ah. High contrast, high density inks, tactile inks, and a really cool wolf logo uh, that's all over the cane. Um, really to show people it's okay to be blind. And even though I may look normal, I don't see normally. And the word blind appears on some of these shirts that... Uh, Talk about exposure and feeling wrong. Exposed. <laughs> hey, you know, in the middle of an intersection, I don't have time to explain mm. why I just ran into somebody who doesn't recognize a cane. I don't. But the yeah. word blind solves, you know, it says one word, you know exactly what's going on in a socially acceptable way. Um, yeah. Can I recommend that you add the word and beautiful to, uh, and underneath beautiful. that? Then oh, I will awesome. buy one. <laughs> <laughs> are, I love, I'm so proud of the wolf, but I might be, I might be biased. Uh, I think it's an amazing uh, logo, and there are some really interesting. Obviously, in every logo, there's there's behind the scenes. You know, what does it mean? Uh, you know, what, what's the uh, the sub message in it? Um, and, and of course, there's there's uh, information in the wolf head. You know, opening of doors. Uh, but the, the the head itself is very sharp and, and and modern and I don't know I'm just very partial to it. I, I of course, really like how it looks. But it also, it's about you know I mean I I find the white cane to be quite um it, it, to me it's always been something which sets me apart from people. People will get out of my way with it and understand why. Yes. I mean here yes. I come barreling down a street and I imagine people probably do think get out of the way, save yourselves. <laughs> but equally. I think if it's a cane that is a little bit different, if it is a little bit more individual, it might actually allow people to start a bit of a conversation. It won't put a barrier between you and someone else. So I think that's a really cool thing. Dave, I could talk to you all day, but you know, it's yes. just been really interesting. Thank you so much for coming oh, on to yeah. Double Tap and telling us all about the ATC, the altering cane. I so appreciate your, your presence, your interest, your enthusiasm. Great questions. Love it. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to get this out into the hands of all our peeps. I, I never thought I'd, I'd make a statement or or do something in, in this blind community, but once I got going on this, really unstoppable. So I'm really excited to to get us all where we want to be. And 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 you guys, Stephen, Sean, thank you so so very much for the opportunity. Uh, what a pleasure! What a thrill! 
And there you go. That is Dave Epstein from A Werewolf Gear, which is the website you can find out more about the all-terrain cane. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Keep in touch, as always. Feedback at doubletaponair.com. You can attach an audio file there or just send us a traditional email. Also, you can call us on 1877-803-4567 and uh, that will allow you to leave us a voicemail. Uh, you can do that at any time and we'll get your voicemail on air on the next Double Tap. That's it for us today, though. We'll catch you again tomorrow for another Double Tap here on AMI-audio. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.